Welcome, my friend. I am so glad that you are here. Today's episode is called Seven Servings, with the subtitle, What Do Trauma, Brain Injuries, and Grief Have in Common? And along with that, what do those have to do with seven servings? When you hear seven servings, what do you think of? I'm going to make a bet that you think of fruits and vegetables. Me too. So you might be asking yourself, what do seven servings of fruits and vegetables have to do with trauma and brain injuries and grief? That's a great question. My daughter Naomi got a concussion while playing soccer in high school. Over the next several months, she got three more concussions in really quick succession. It was a really difficult time for her. For one of these, she was in the hospital for a couple of days. Things were not going well. She went from being a straight-A student to struggling to pass her classes, and in fact, she failed out of an entire semester. She had always struggled with depression and several other mental health issues, but after her concussions, all of those became significantly more pronounced. One day, I took her to the doctor for something unrelated, and she was having a really rough day. The doctor asked about what was going on, and when I told him that she had had multiple concussions, his entire demeanor changed. The look on his face when I told him that was the most compassionate expression I have ever seen on anyone. It turns out he was the concussion specialist for the U.S. Army Special Forces. He had studied concussions and brain injuries specifically for many years, and he was the go-to person to treat soldiers in the special forces and in other battlefields who had brain injuries. I could not believe that we had ended up having him as our doctor that day. It was definitely not a coincidence. He knelt down next to Naomi, and with the greatest gentleness that I have ever seen from a doctor, he talked to her about concussions. He asked her questions. He listened. His brusque manner that he'd had earlier of, like, efficiency was gone. He was focused on her. He listened, and he told her who he works with. And he asked if she would like to work with him and be his patient. She stopped crying and said that she would. To my surprise, he said that he had one condition that was a requirement for any of his patients that he was going to work with. The very first thing that all of his patients had to do was commit to eating seven servings of fruits and vegetables every day. He said, I don't just mean I want you to eat more fruits and vegetables. You have to count them, he said. You have to commit to counting and eating seven servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. And he told Naomi if she would do that, he would work with her and help her. Naomi did. She committed to eating seven servings of fruits and vegetables. And it made a dramatic difference. Over the next several years, any time she was really struggling, 
She would call me from college sometimes in tears and say she didn't know what was wrong. She couldn't think clearly. She was struggling in her classes. Everything felt horrible. She was depressed. And I would say, have you been eating seven servings of fruits and vegetables every day? And she would sniff and wipe her tears and say, no, I forgot. I ran out of vegetables. I didn't go to the grocery store. And we would make a plan for her to get to the grocery store and buy fruits and vegetables and eat them. And she would bounce back. Her depression and her inability to function cleared. She became cheerful and happy again. And this did not mean that all of her mental illnesses were cured because they were not. But she was able to function again. The symptoms of trauma are nearly identical in many ways to the symptoms of traumatic brain injury and concussions. They include things like exhaustion, confusion, sadness, anxiety, agitation, and more. In both trauma and concussions, the prefrontal cortex, or the part of our brain that is in charge of more of our decision-makings and ability to think and process, become less functional. And the amygdala, or the more primitive part of our brain, the fight or flight or freeze part of our brain, becomes much more likely to take over. A few years later, I was going to discover that both of these trauma and concussions or brain injuries also have a lot in common with very deep grief. A couple of years after she went to college, Naomi committed suicide. I am not able to describe the trauma and grief that accompanied her death. It was so overwhelming that I thought it might completely consume me. I used to belong to a Facebook group for parents whose children had committed suicide. In the discussions on this group, many of the parents talked about the struggles they were having and the symptoms that they were experiencing since their children had died. I was reading through these posts one day and I was struck by how identical they sounded to Naomi's symptoms that she had after having multiple concussions. The parents on this group whose children had committed suicide could almost have been describing themselves as having brain injuries or serious concussions. And this really made me think. The shock of Naomi's death was trauma to my mind. It was a trauma to my brain. It was a physical shock that affected me in ways so similar to a physical blow to the head that I was having the same symptoms as many of the other parents were in this Facebook group of a brain injury. In fact, I felt like I had a brain injury. And then I remembered that doctor back in Alabama talking to Naomi. I remembered him kneeling on the floor in front of her and the deep compassion in his eyes as he talked to her about eating seven servings of fruits and vegetables every day and I decided to give it a try. The results were astounding. 
When I started eating seven servings of fruits and vegetables every day, it was really difficult. I am not going to kid you. I was not functioning well because of Naomi's death. And adding an extra job in my life, counting and eating and preparing seven servings of fruits and vegetables every day was difficult. You might think to yourself, how could I possibly eat seven servings of fruits and vegetables in one day? That is a lot of fruits and vegetables. And you're right, it is a lot. So here's how I did it. I would have a handful of berries on my cereal in the morning. That's one. I would have a piece of fruit, like an apple or a banana, for a midday snack. That's two. I would have a smoothie for lunch with two servings of fruit in the smoothie and one serving of vegetables. This might be frozen mango chunks, frozen strawberries, and a handful of kale. That's servings three, four, and five. And then I would have two servings of vegetables with my dinner. That's servings six and seven. To my amazement, my mind began to function again. The trauma of Naomi's death loosened its grip on my ability to function. Of course, this did not mean that I missed her any less or was any less devastated by her death, but it did mean that I had given my body what it needed to start to heal. There are a lot of things we can do to take care of ourselves. The connection between our minds, our bodies, and our spirits is so very real. Trauma to one part of our being equals trauma to our entire being. One of the best things we can do to take care of our minds, our bodies, and our spirits, and to heal from trauma and grief and traumatic brain injuries, is sitting right there in the refrigerator. It's an apple. It's a slice of watermelon. It's a glass of orange juice. It's a handful of pomegranate seeds. It's a sweet potato. It's a handful of kale chips. If you're struggling, I invite you to reach for some fruits and vegetables. They will help to heal your mind. They will give your body the ingredients and nutrients that it needs to be able to heal from the trauma that you've experienced. And in so doing, you will be able to heal your body, your mind, and your spirit. All the better. I'm Rebecca, and these things I know. <laughs>